This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. Nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel-good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread-scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember, together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. You are listening to Foul Tips, your weekend podcast to catch you up on the week that was in the world of baseball. Let's do it. Well, here we go. Foul tips for July 16th, 2022. The all baseball edition of the 1420 Sports Bar podcast brought to you by SeatGeek. Uh, today, I'll talk about what used to be the greatest rivalry in sport. Really, uh, we ran a Twitter poll earlier this week about the, uh, the all-star festivities coming up at Dodger Stadium or early next week. We also got uh, this week's Rick Awards nominees. And I got a small rant about one Joey Gallo of the New York Yankees to talk about. But anyways, sit back. We're belly up the bar, sit back, grab a couple of beers, and let's get into it. So as part of the agreement that uh, the 1420 Sports Bar podcast has with uh, Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Sports Network, we're supposed to write uh, an article or two that they'll put up on their social media accounts, maybe up on their webpage or however it goes, and uh, about God knows what. And so I... Uh, I took a stab at uh, some sports writing yesterday for the first, well, second time. I'm still waiting for a uh, certain article I wrote a while ago for Leopards News now that they said they were going to be putting up, but that's another story for another day. But anyways, did a little, uh, sat down and thought about what I could write and what I couldn't write and what I, something I knew about. But I, uh, to coincide with the Yankees Red Sox series that started at Yankee Stadium last night and to go with what the, uh, the series last weekend that they split out at Fenway, I uh, decided to write about the, uh, what used to be the greatest rivalry in sport and the, what I, why I say used to be um, since that fateful ALCS where the uh, Red Sox came back in a three, nothing deficit and Dave Roberts sold the base in the ninth inning off of uh, the uh, formidable, obviously formidable uh, battery of Mariana Rivera and Jorge Posada throwing to the, the captain Derek Jeter, who was covering second base and Roberts was safe on the play and the rest is history. They came back and won four straight and won the, won the, uh, the ALCS in 04. Um, everybody knows who, who's a Yankee fan or a Red Sox fan for that matter, or a baseball fan knows the history of these two teams and the, and how that all transpired that, that, uh, that fateful 2004 October. Um, and then the 2003 ALCS with the Aaron Boone home run. And it was the greatest rivalry in sport. There's no doubt about that. You go back to uh, the, the, the Pedro Martinez and Don Zimmer stuff. You, you go to Bucky F and Dent. You go to the Aaron Boone home run in game seven of 03 and on and on and on. The, uh, the curse of the Bambino and everything else. Uh, but how the, uh, the one thing that I put in the article that's going to be on, the, on Belly Up Sports, and I'll re, we'll, uh, repost it on, on our social media accounts at 1420 Sports Board, uh, uh and at uh, our Facebook accounts and everything else. You guys know, know the drill. But anyways, 
I've been thinking about this for a long time. And I don't know if I would, the original originally wrote it or originally read it or originally thought about it. But since that fateful night, and since the Red Sox have won that World Series in 04, coming back from that deficit, like I said, they have four World Series, 04, 07, 2013, and 2018, to the Yankees' one World Series uh, in 09, uh, with the CC Sebastian signing and the rest is, and uh, Mark Teixeira and, and the like. Um, since the 04 stolen base by Yankee manager Dave Roberts, that rivalry hasn't been the greatest rivalry in sport. Um, you, you factor in free agency, you factor in the fact that there have been players to, to play for both franchises in the recent past. Uh, you think about Johnny Damon, uh, you think about Jacoby Ellsbury, who didn't play for the Yankees very much, the biggest uh, steal of a contract in, in uh, baseball history, I think. But you go back to that World Series or that, uh, that division series, sorry. Um, the only rivalry is actually between the, the, the fans. And even then, it's kind of a quasi, um, a quasi rivalry. And just in the, in the facts that the, the Red Sox have been winning. And when a rivalry is only a rivalry when, when uh, you know, when, when there's uh, something hanging over somebody's head, like, you know, the, uh, the, 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 the little brother who keeps getting beat up a lot, which the, the, the Red Sox did. And forever and ever, the uh, the Red Sox would uh, would would bite back, but wouldn't fight back, and it was it was one sided. And maybe I'm just th- thinking it was a uh, more of a rivalry one way or the other. But a rivalry's uh, once little brother pushes back, it's not as interesting for big brother anymore to pick on the once weaker sibling. So it's kind of like I, I put that into perspective. And people, if you have younger brothers, you shouldn't be beating them up and everything else. I'm not condoning child child violence or anything, but that's just a thing. Um, you got a series this weekend. Yeah, it's more of a fan thing. The Yankee Stadium was packed, uh, packed to the gills last night. Um, the Yankees have a 13, well, 12 game lead after losing last night. Um, the, the division lead should be well intact, but you never know. There was the uh, the Bucky Dent uh, year. I think it was 77 or 78. Doesn't uh, doesn't much matter, but they came back with 10 a 10 game deficit. The Yankees should win the division. I'm not saying they they will. Um, the, the, I'm not saying I said it last week. Who knows? But the uh, the 13 game lead or, or 15 and a half game lead over the Red Sox. What well, it doesn't matter. There's a, it's a big game lead. And even with a, a game last night that went to extra innings, um, it doesn't have the same uh, cachet, I guess. It doesn't feel the same uh, for, for a Yankee fan as it did back when I was uh, younger, back in 03, 04, and the like with all those, with those great uh, seven games series and everything else that was going on. It's not because the Yankees are winning. It's because it's not as much of a, um, it's just not the same. You, you don't have, you, you have so many players that, that, that jump around from team to team. You don't have the rivalry because, because of the wins that the Red Sox have. You don't have the, um, the hatred between the teams and between the players. These, these kids play, not the kids, these are, they're grown men, but compared to me, they're kids, I guess. But these these guys they grow they grow up playing with each other now in these perfect game leagues these uh, the college the 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 summer baseball everything else they 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 know each other so well you don't have the hatred between uh, teammates and or between the teams and like I said when you have free agency with players going from team to team and year to year uh, dropping in and out of lineups and everything else you, you have so many guys who are who who know each other too well to have a hatred. Heck, even the, the the Red Sox got a guy by the name of Jeter on their team for Christ's sake. That's how much hatred there isn't anymore. And since the uh, 
the exercise in the curse of Bambino, uh, that three nothing deficit, like I said, that won the, the series in 2004. It's just not the same. There, there is a, a, a big picture. It should be the the uh, the Red Sox fans who are kind of laughing at the uh, we have 27 rings uh, Yankee fans because uh, there is a swagger in Boston with all the championships that they've been winning. You know, you got the Celtics who've done some winning. You've got uh, the Patriots, obviously, the Bruins and also the Red Sox, and New York doesn't have a lot of championships. So there is a, there's definitely a swagger in Boston that they didn't have for a long, long time. Um, so it is a bit different in, in, in that matter. Um, like over the weekend, yeah, last night I was wearing my Boston Sucks Cock t-shirt, and I had my Yankee cap on watching the game. Uh, the Yankees uh, game that they should have won. Um, Chapman's just not as good as he used to be. Uh, and can somebody please, 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 please explain to me, I wasn't going to get into this yet, but I must as well do it now, uh, the greatest rivalry in sport, why the, why the hell the, a player by the name of Joey Gallo is playing in that game, let alone hitting in that game, let alone everything else. The, the guy doesn't make contact. He struck out 98 times out of 200 and some at-bats this year, official at-bats. Um, I don't care what the nerds say. I don't care what the analytics guys say. Um, when you strike out that much, when you need contact, you need to sacrifice fly, you need to push a runner over. What baseball used to be, I don't understand why the guy who doesn't make contact, he struck out 98 times out of 217 at-bats. When you need a guy to make contact and you're still throwing Joey Gallo up there because he might draw a walk, what is wrong with that? How is it, how do these analytics guys get on this thing where they think that a home run is, is, is the most important thing? If you get on base, if you, if you get a base hit, you have a better chance of scoring a run. You have a better chance of moving runners than if you strike out. I do not understand why this new thing, why a guy can hit 161 and strikeouts, they, how they don't matter anymore. I, do, I will never understand that. How a guy, you need a sack fly to either tie the game and win the game, and you're throwing Joey fucking Gallo up to, to strike out and not even, not even come close to making contact? And it's like, uh, no big deal. Like, I'm not saying he should be throwing his bat and everything else, but for to get thrown in there day after day after day, I don't understand it. I just don't understand how batting average doesn't matter, how striking out doesn't matter. I don't, I don't get it. Like, if you strike out, you haven't done your job. Like, not even close to your job. Like, yes, it's if you, if you failed seven out of ten times, you're going to the Hall of Fame. I get it. But this guy isn't even making contact. I don't know. It, it drives me nuts. I was going to talk about the Yankees and the Red Sox. But anyways, uh, the, the, since that, that, like I said, since that thing, the, uh, the 2004 um, game four, ninth inning at Fenway, it hasn't been the same. I don't even think that the, that the Red Sox are the biggest um, rival to the, to the Yankees anymore. I still think it's now uh, because of the, the scandal and the garbage can thing. I think it's the Houston Astros, but it's Houston Astros against the world, really. Nobody likes the Astros. And the, the, uh, the 2017 Yankee team that overachieved and had a chance to go to the World Series, how they got robbed out of it. And I would say even that the, the Dodgers probably hate the Astros more than anybody because they end up losing that World Series everything else. But I think the Astros are probably the biggest uh, rival to 
the the, uh, the Yankees. Yes, they don't go to the Bronx as often as the Red Sox do. They're probably not as big of a draw to 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 uh, 161st and River that that the Red Sox are because they, they are there more often throughout the season. But uh, to me, the the Astros definitely the bigger. The, the bigger rival to the Red Sox. Yes, the Red Sox will always be uh, the, the uh, rival and the, the proximity to where they are. They play in the same division, everything else, and the history of the two teams will always be a thing. But most of the guys who uh, you go the demographics to a Yankee game, most people who go to Yankee games, they weren't even old enough to be around for Jeter's first World Series in 96. I mean, that's how old, that's how old we're all getting. There's a lot of kids that weren't around for that or wouldn't even remember it. Yeah, you, you see YouTube and everything else that you can watch, but the uh, the biggest rival to the to the uh, Yankees to me is the Houston Astros. It'll always be a storied rival. Is it the best rival, the greatest rivalry in sports? It's not even close. What is the greatest rivalry in sports? I don't know. Is it Red Sox? Uh, not, is it uh, Maple Leafs, Canadians? Is it uh, Packers, Bears? I don't know. There's uh, so many. Uh, maybe drop us a line on Twitter and tell us what the greatest rivalry in sport. Have a listen to this and uh, tell me if you, if you think I'm wrong. And when the uh, about the, the greatest rivalry in sports, Red Sox and the Yankees, we'll get back to you. Uh, we always like to respond to people who do re- uh, uh, communicate with us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and everything else. But uh, just let us know what you think, what the greatest rivalry in sport is. And uh, I mean, I'll be watching the game again tonight. And I watched the game last night. And I'll watch the game tomorrow. Uh, so it's always go Yankees, fuck Boston, and buck, or buck Boston, sorry, you're supposed to say. But anyways, make sure you guys uh, go to SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com to save 20 bucks on your first purchase for any tickets you uh, you may need. It goes to the Calgary Stampede, which ends tomorrow, so you probably won't even hear this by that time. But everything else, uh, for all your sporting needs, concerts, shows, whatever you got going on, save 20 bucks, and it helps promote, uh, it helps our little show keep putting out content for you guys. The Major League Baseball All-Star festivities uh, begin, well, today there's the uh, 2022 High School All-American game on the Major League Baseball Network right now. That's much of a baseball dork I am. I got that on the television uh, going right now. And then tomorrow you got the Prospects game. Uh, I don't know if they do a celebrity softball game anymore. You got the home run contest on Monday and then the the big game on Tuesday. Um, To me, I love it. I'll I'll watch it. I got to go to Brooks on Tuesday night for another WCBL game. So I... I won't be able to tune in live, but I'll watch it when I get home. Uh, enjoy the game. I, I watch it every year. I've watched it since I was a kid. I, I, I love it. I think it's great. I think it's ridiculous that they're not wearing their own jerseys anymore. I get it that, uh, like me and Dave talked about how bad, how ugly they are on the uh, the last 1420 Sports Bar podcast that we did. But uh, I think they should wear their their own uniforms and uh, support and, uh, and uh, represent their own team. But that's another story for another day. I put on the Twitter poll, uh, earlier this week, I think it was yesterday, the day before, um, if the home run derby and the all-star game, if it moves a needle at all in your house, uh, so far it's received 127 votes, which isn't too bad. Uh, surprisingly, though, 59.8% uh, have said, no, they're not interested in the all-star game or the home run derby. Um, it goes to show the decline in interest in baseball across the board. Um that's been happening for years. The United States has turned into a more of a football nation uh, than it is a baseball country for sure. There's a, it's just, it's just how it is. The NFL move, moves the needle hundred percent, probably, probably for sports fans, 80% of people watch um, any NFL content that gets put on television. Uh, it's just the way things are compared to baseball. Uh, baseball is a regional thing. It's uh, it's not a huge in some, in some cities, in some States. It's not, it's not a big thing. But to have that, 
to be 40% to not even watch the, uh, the midsummer classic, which used to be a, a part of summer. I mean, it's the midpoint in summer for, for most of us, it's already the 16th of July. So by the time you get to the game, it's the uh, 17th, 18th, 19th, I guess, uh, when the game's on. So that's uh, that's past the halfway point of, of summer for for most of us, especially up here in Canada, where we don't get a lot a long summer, a lot of summer months. But it's been a it's it's been hot this week, so that that's been a good thing. Uh, some of the replies that we got, uh, which we were thankful for, obviously, um, that uh, people did uh, drinks with Josh. Uh, he said yes, but it's very tepid especially because it seems like they've been doing everything in their power to drag out and remove all excitement from the home run derby that I kind of disagree with, uh, with the, the timing of it now. And they have the, the time at bats and the timeouts, and everything else. I, I find that more, more exciting, uh, the way they've changed that over the last few years. One thing I am glad that baseball did was get rid of that stupid idea that the all-star game should count. Uh, that was a horrible idea. Uh, Bud Selig, brainchild that came across the the wire, uh, quite ridiculous. They they would make that game count to for home home series uh, or home home field advantage in in the in the World Series. Ridiculous how that even became a thing. Uh, the behind the mic contest, he said, eh, it's kind of so so. Depends on who's in the Derby." Average Joe sports talk. He said he used to be interested 20 years ago. Uh, not so much anymore. Uh, Kevin Wilson, uh, who follows us is on Twitter. He says it moves a needle, but he wouldn't be crossed. If he wasn't, wouldn't be able to watch it. Uh, so he's on it, but he's not on it. Uh, drunk on broadcast uh, on broad podcast. They said, eh, not really interested. Uh, Michael Cochran, regular baseball doesn't gain interest in, in his house. And so that goes along with what I said about football is probably his, his thing in, in, at his home. And, uh, and that's what it is. Cause uh Football is a thing. Jonesen for sports, uh, the home run derby. He watches that, but he doesn't watch the, the All-Star game itself. Leeton Crawford, uh, he says, I watch the highlights and that's it. Uh, doesn't watch the game at all. And Art Burnell, he says the All-Star game, absolutely he watches, but the home run derby, not so much. Um, I guess if you're not a baseball fan, you're not a baseball fan. I guess if you're, you're not a fan of All-Star games, that, that could be another thing too, because like I'm, I'm a hockey fan, but I, I never, ever watch the NHL All-Star game. That's the biggest farce going. I don't watch the NBA All-Star game, and I, I definitely don't watch the NFL Pro Bowl. I don't even know if they even have that anymore, do they? Uh, they, they probably do, but I, it's, it's, it's a joke. But the, the, the uh, Major League Baseball All-Star game is the closest thing that there is to the actual competition that, that Matt, that lines up with that. So I, I do watch the all-star game. I do watch the home run derby. Uh, I'll probably watch the, uh, the, the prospects game tomorrow. If I, if I have time, uh, try not to spend too much time down here in the tavern when the weather's so nice, cause it's been smoking hot, warm should be, uh, outside, maybe hoisting a beer and watering the plants and everything else. We're doing that a little bit more, but, uh, got content to put over here for you guys. If you watch the all-star game, let us know. If you don't watch the All-Star game, let us know. Let us know uh, later on what your favorite parts of the All-Star game are. We're uh, Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Jim, I meant, meant to get you Fan of the Van podcast. Make sure you listen to his show. I'm sure he was uh, he was a little bit upset last night with the Joey Gallo at bet. I meant to bring it up last segment. Uh, Jim, Fan of the Van, one of my favorite shows. He puts them out twice a week. I listen to him. He makes me laugh, and he's very uh, – He's very passionate about what he talks about. So thanks, Jim, for doing those shows. And I want to hear your Joey Gallo comments from the game last night and what you think about him. I can't stand him. Love my Yankees, but I'm, I'm over the – and I'm over the, the Rollis Chapman thing too. Time has passed, man. Your time has passed. Gallo, Chapman, time to go. Anyways, the 1420 Sports, pod, sports Bar Podcast and Foul Tips brought to you by 
once again, Manscaped, we, uh, we were signing a deal later this week to be a full-time sponsor with Manscaped, manscaped.com, uh, just finalizing some things. So thank you for all who supported uh, the uh, first uh, installment of what we had going on and the, the first round of uh, uh, advertising that we were allowed to do to see if we, 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 we made, their, uh, made their list and everything else, how it all works out in the podcast world. I'm still trying to figure it all out, but we got a couple more things that we got to do, but thanks to Manscaped and manscaped.com. And it's a 1420 escape for all your products on manscaped.com. You are never too old or too cool to show support for your favorite team. Fans Edge, who's an affiliate of Fanatics, has everything a sports fan could possibly be looking for. From hats to apparel to giftware and memorabilia, Fans Edge is the place for you. With hassle-free returns, free shipping on order over 100 bucks in Canada, and free shipping on all orders in the continental United States, Fans Edge makes it easy to get what you want when you want it. Just click on the link on our Twitter and Facebook accounts, and that will take you directly to our Fans Edge affiliate pages, and you can start shopping. Every time you purchase something from there, it supports the 1420 Sports Podcast as we get a percentage, and that's a good thing. So go to Fans Edge today for all your fan gear needs. Got the Rick Award nominees brought to you by Fans Edge and FansEdge.com. Make sure you get all your, your sports apparel needs at Fans Edge. Get 20% off uh, shipping throughout Canada, and you get uh, free shipping to the United States. So go to FansEdge.com, click on our social media accounts, and go shop and get all the fan gear you could possibly need. They're a subsidiary of, of Fanatics, so all the stuff that you can get on Fanatics, you get on Fans Edge, the exact same stuff. Everything else, like everything is there. Like literally everything is there. It's a, it's a great site that I utilize already. So hats and jerseys and t-shirts and all-star gear, whatever you want to get, it's there at Fans Edge. Anyways, we got uh, two nominees for the Rick Award for this week, uh, which is an odd thing for, for, the, uh, for the show, but they're both pitchers um, this week. The two nominees, one of them near and dear to most of our, everybody's heart, who's a baseball fan. Uh, just a phenomenal performance last night. I was watching the game as we were watching. So welcome back. Cotter reruns upstairs as well. Uh, just a thing we do here at the Yankee Tavern North. But uh, Clayton Kershaw of the Dodgers, he was perfect through seven, gave up a double in the eighth, uh, eight innings pitch, one hit, uh, six strikeouts, went through the order with 69 or 59 pitches through six, finished with uh, 63 strikes at 89 pitches, uh, almost had another perfect game the first uh, first part of the season, but he was perfect through seven, got a uh, double or gave up a double in the eighth. Uh, so Clayton Kershaw with six strikeout performance, just a class citizen, a class guy, a class uh, up and down the, the uh, hopefully he gets to start for the all-star game. I don't know if that's been announced yet. It's kind of my job. I should know that by now, but I don't for whatever reason. But anyway, Clayton Kershaw is our first Rick Award nominee for, for this week. And the second one we got is Nick Frasso. Uh, he pitches for the Vancouver Canadians in a uh, high A ball, the Northwest league. He, uh, Man, he had an outing for, for the ages in his first uh, Northwest League pitch of the week. He was uh, four innings pitch, no hits, no runs, one walk, 10 strikeouts in four innings of work. Uh, throughout his minor league, uh, he's been phenomenal since he uh, came up in, through uh, the minor league so far. He, um, what the heck, I'll get it, I'll find it here, but his stats have been just phenomenal. Uh, in low A in Dunedin, he uh, made seven starts, posted a 0.70 ERA in 25.2 innings of work. He struck out 42 and walked to only eight uh, and limited Florida State batters to a 146 uh, batting average, which doesn't count anymore for some reason. So there's our two Rick Award nominees for the week. 
One, Clayton Kershaw of the Los Angeles Dodgers for his performance last night, almost getting another no hitter. He's got or, or perfect game. He's he's been close twice this year already. He'll I'm predicting give the uh, 14 20 foul tips guarantee that he'll get a perfect game this season uh, before he rounds out his uh, Hall of Fame career. And then Nick Frasso from the Vancouver Canadians, the Northwest League pitcher of the week there, uh, with another Rick Award nominee. So Nick Frasso and Clayton Kershaw. There's our two Rick Award nominees. We'll put it up on the Twitter account right away. And we'll get that so you guys can uh, do your voting and make sure you tweet and retweet and get people involved in this because the Rick Award uh, it goes out to, obviously to Ricky Henderson, if you guys didn't know. But uh, Rick Henderson, the most uh, the most uh, dazzling, spectacular baseball, baseball player in the game's history, in our opinion, here at 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Anyways, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we appreciate all, all, the, uh, all the follows and the tweets and everything else that we get on a nightly basis. Uh, daily basis and all the, the people who do listen to the show make sure you get out there you talk to people about our show uh, retweeting everything else and gets everything out there but when people actually talk about it it happens because scrolling through is an easy thing and you, you, you miss some great content not just from us but from everybody else in the podcast world make sure you listen to some different podcasts uh, that, that are out there don't just listen to ESPN and TSN of the world there's some guys that work really hard at perfecting this craft and they're trying to make a go of it in the uh, in the podcast world but anyways also make sure you guys check out my uh, my article coming out on Belly Up Sports uh, part of the Belly Up Sports Network the media network so make sure you guys check that out I'll, I'll retweet it once they, they do post it is on the uh, it turned out pretty good uh, I know the, the producer Deanne she's a little bit biased about the articles and stuff but she uh, she said it was really good so I'll, uh, I'll take her word for it for sure but anyways 1420 Sports Bar Podcast and Foul Tips and remember everybody smart people fun have a good day we'll talk to you guys again on monday night Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.